Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, Creative Minds, and welcome back to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. Today, we have an exciting topic to dive into, the successful artist. Whether you're a painter, sculptor, photographer, or any type of creative artist, this episode is for you. Absolutely. Success in the art world is such a multifaceted and personal journey. It means different things to different artists, and that's what we're going to explore today. We'll be talking about various aspects of being a successful artist, like recognition, financial stability, artistic fulfillment, impact, and more. And of course, we've got some practical tips on how to become a successful artist as well. So let's start by delving into what success means. Success in the art world is such an intriguing concept because it's incredibly subjective. For some artists, it's all about recognition and fame. They want their work displayed in prestigious galleries, museums, and featured in major publications. And for others, it's about financial stability. They measure success by making a comfortable living through their art, commissions, or related services like teaching or workshops. That is true. That is true. And let's not forget artistic fulfillment. Many artists view their success as the ability to create art that fulfills them personally and allows them to express their ideas and emotions authentically. And some artists aim to make a lasting impact on the art world and society. Success in this case is measured by their ability to influence other artists, provoke thought, or even bring about social change through their work. Critical acclaim is another dimension of success. When an artist's work is praised by art critics, scholars, and peers, it can validate their talent and dedication. And let's not forget versatility and evolution. Success may mean the ability to evolve and adapt continually, pushing boundaries and exploring new styles techniques, or mediums. And for some artists, success is synonymous with personal growth and development. They measure their success by how much they've improved their skills, expanded their creative horizon, or overcome artistic challenges. Leaving a lasting legacy is another interesting facet. Some artists want to be remembered for generations to come, creating timeless and influential works. And lastly, success can be defined by the artist's ability to connect emotionally and intellectually with their audience, making a lasting impression on viewers and fostering a sense of appreciation and understanding. So it's safe to say that success as an artist is highly individualistic and artists may prioritize different aspects of success at various points in their careers. Exactly. 
And what's crucial is defining your own personal vision of success and setting goals accordingly. Success can also be an ongoing journey with artists continually striving to achieve new levels of accomplishment and satisfaction in their creative endeavors. So what, in your personal opinion, what is success for you? It's often changed. I think that when I graduated college and I was really having opportunities as far as exhibiting my artwork, Mm -hmm. I felt a sense of accomplishment and success in you know, graduating from an art school and being able to live out my dream. Mm-hmm. However, as years progressed, I think not being as active as I once was or having that access made it challenging for me to associate with what I found and felt like was my invitation into living my successful life as an artist. Yet over time, I think I grew and realized that the journey is never the same Mm -hmm. and success means different things at different stages of life as Mm -hmm. an artist or a creative. So where I see myself now, I do believe that I'm successful. I'm in art education and that's part of something that I studied. It may not give me an opportunity to be showcasing my own personal work, but I'm still able to creatively express myself and teach other people to be creative as an artist. Mm -hmm. So like the information was saying, whether or not it could be different forms of expressing art, whether it's within teaching or being your own practicing artist or doing workshops, you're still doing the work that's relative to what your path as a creative is, which is constantly being surrounded by things that bring you joy but also what you feel like your true calling is Mm. what do you think about it and how do you feel about it I think that for me personally just being able to create gives me success in itself not really I'm not really looking for the uh, the critical acclaim or um, showing my work in big galleries and stuff like that or even showing my work online for likes is just I like to create. I like true. <clears throat> I like feeling true feed freedom when I create. And to me personally, that's that's success. When you're not creating, what do you feel? And do you feel like you're not succeeding? Yeah. As a creative that's not working constantly. I feel like I'm stagnant. So how do you do that? Do you consider yourself an artist, number one? And how do you get yourself out of the space of not feeling like you're succeeding in what brings you joy? I think we're all artists in some aspects. And um, you should create when you feel inspired. So are you saying that you haven't found a sense of inspiration at the moment? Uh, between personal life, work, and all these other endeavors, I don't really have time for inspiration as of now. When things calm down and I can really clear my mind and, and clear 
make space for that 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 creative self that's when that um inspiration comes can i cut your wisdom sure i think that sometimes what's happening is as artists we may not look at what opportunities are available so when you're saying that maybe you're lacking inspiration or you know life calls sometimes there are ways around still being able to creatively express yourself i agree so for example i think you're mostly called upon or what drives you or draws you is portraiture mm -hmm. but maybe challenging yourself to capture nature or capturing people in your family mm -hmm. and do a series that way it may not be necessarily what what is your vision but you're constantly practicing that thing the same way where I don't have time to make my own work but I'm still finding ideas and inspiration through the children that I teach I, I definitely agree but I have something com to combat that um, the constant grind of wake, wash, work, wake, wash, work, wake, wash, work, when you don't really have the energy to focus on anything but preparing, pre preparing for the next day or when the weekend comes and all you want to do is lay around because you're overworked from the previous week, you know, um, maybe taking some time off of work or figuring out how to um, rejuvenate that creative spirit can help. Um, taking time out for ourselves. Um, just things like that. Because when you squeeze a lemon to the very last drop, you keep squeezing and there's nothing else there. Like You know what I mean? I hear what you're saying, but I don't know what you mean. Because I'd like to combat that and say that I know who you are as a person. Right. And when you really want something, you go and get it. Right. So I think at some point when you feel like you really need some creativity, you're going to pick up your camera and go get it done. Got it. All right, let's continue. So, now that we've explored what success means for artists, let's dive into some practical ways to become a successful artist. Success isn't just about dream and aspiration. It's also about accountable, actionable steps. Excuse me. So, here are some noted ways to become a successful artist. First things first, you need to develop your skills, dedicate time for a deliberative practice. Deliberative, <laughs> deliberate practice. Deliberate practice, there you go. <laughs> Taking art classes, workshops, or online courses is a great way to learn new techniques and don't shy away from challenging subjects or styles. Growth often comes with pushing your boundaries. Number two, finding your niche. Identify what themes, subjects, or styles resonate with you on a personal level. Your niche can be a broad or specific, but it should 
be something you're genuinely passionate about. A distinct, recognizable style can help you stand out in the art world. Next, you must build a portfolio. Quality matters more than quantity. Showcase your best work, even if it means having a smaller portfolio. Include a variety of pieces that demonstrate your versatility and range as an artist. And keep your portfolio organized and easily accessible for potential clients or galleries. Next, you must network. Attend art exhibitions, gallery openings, and art-related events to meet other artists and industry professionals. Building relationships with fellow artists can lead to collaboration opportunities and shared knowledge. And consider joining online forums or social media groups dedicated to art to expand your network. An online present is the next important thing. A well-designed website is your digital portfolio. Make sure it's easy to navigate and showcase your work effectively. Engaging your audience on social media by posting consistently and responding to comments. Use hashtags and keywords relevant to your art to increase discoverability. Then you must market and promote. Develop a unique artistic statement that explains your motivations, inspirations, and creative process. Create a broad identity that reflects your style and personality, including a memorable logo or signature, and collaborate with your local businesses or galleries for exhibitions and leverage online platforms for sales. Then you must price your art, research the market to understand what similar artworks are selling for. Consider the cost of materials, time invested, and your reputation uh, when setting prices. And be open to adjusting your prices as your career evolves. Persistence and resilience are next. Rejection is a part of the artist's journey. Use these opportunities to learn and grow. Stay motivated by setting goals and milestones for your artistic career and surround yourself with a support network or fellow artists and mentors. Seek feedback. Don't limit feedback to just friends and family. Seek input from experienced artists or art critics. Be open to constructive criticism and use it as a tool for improvement. Join critique groups or workshops where artists share critiques with each other. Diversify income streams. Consider offering art-related services like commissions, workshops, or classes. Explore crowdfunding programs for funding special projects or ideas. Building a diverse income portfolio can provide financial stability during slower periods. Stay informed, subscribe to art magazines, follow art blogs, and attend industry conferences to stay up to date with trends. Regularly, visit galleries, exhibitions to see what's happening in the art world. Understanding market dynamics can help you make informed decisions about your work and career. And last but not least, you must have legal and business matters. Consult with legal experts or artists associations to understand contracts, copyright, and intellectual property rights.
Consider registering your work and protect it from unauthorized use or reproduction. Treat your art as a career. Um, treat your art career as a business, keeping track of finances, taxes, and contract diligently. These in-depth strategies should provide valuable insights for all the aspiring artists out there. Remember that the path to success in the art world can be challenging, but dedication and strategic approach can make a significant difference in your journey. So, out of all those we've read, are there any of them in particular that you utilize for your art? Um, no. Not necessarily. Mm. However, like I mentioned before, I think because I'm not in the space to make art, I'm still surrounded by art, by having to research a lot of artists for my students. And um, that's been helpful for me to mm -hmm. investigate and do research and read about other people. I think something that I used to do often, almost every weekend, was to go to galleries and just see artwork. Um, that's something I still enjoy to this day, but have not had an opportunity to do so. However, I don't mind revisiting that and going back to what I used to I, it's funny because you said that you enjoy portraits, but I do as well. Mm -hmm. Faces is huge for me, and that's something I've always been fascinated by. And I believe that's my niche, and... There's a style that's evolving. I know that I like to use vibrant colors, and I know that I like to use realistic characteristics of a person. I'm still looking for my distinct signature, but I feel like it's still evolving and coming into fruition. Mm. How about yourself? Mostly por portraits. Um, I love portraits. I always fell in love with portraits since I was a... always been in love with portraits since I was a kid. Um... That's my niche, but what's hard for me is balancing the art and the business of it mm -hmm. and keeping track of, well, creating contracts and asking for numbers that's up to, you know, the standards of my art, you know, with, you know, like financially and just being consistent that's the only thing I wish I was really able to do is be more consistent on creating you act like your life is, has already ended nah I'm not saying it's ended it's, it's at a hard <coughs> it's at a hard pause with um creating but just having this podcast has definitely like it keeps me motivated, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, with researching artists, just listening to a lot of these artists that we interview, um, listening to their trials and tri tribulations and how they maneuver through their respective fields. It, it, it motivates me and keeps me pushing, which is why, you know, um, I want to continue this podcast and take it as far as we can go just to stay motivated and for us to hold ourselves accountable because mm -hmm. we are artists. We started as artists and 
we will always be artists and we can't lose sight of that, right? Absolutely. And I think you don't give yourself enough credit because this platform is great. Mm. The fact that, I don't know, at this point we've had close to 200 or more than 200 people that we've interviewed. Mm -hmm. um, some that have already been posted and some that are still in the works, but having a space to speak with other creatives and learn that everybody's journey is not always going to be the same. Some people have trials and tribulations that they overcome. Mm -hmm. Some take breaks from being an artist and come back and become even better than what they were before. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that success is a one-way definition. There's always ways that success evolves. Yeah. And people um, usually focus on the highlight, highlight reels instead of understanding the, the work and dedication it takes to be the artist that you want to be out there. You know what I mean? We follow different artists on social media and we see the best parts, but we don't necessarily... It's not as transparent as, you know real reality is mm -hmm. you know social media is a, a, a created simulation of reality and for the most part we see more positive with the people we follow instead of you know actual factual life you know what I mean have you ever thought about just not following or not seeing I what's out there I thought about deleting social media period mm -hmm. and like dumbing down my phone just get like a flip phone and another thing about being an artist you follow a lot of artists who are doing amazing things some people um some artists that you look up to for inspiration and this that and the third and you often people often use comparisons of themselves you know what I mean like that artist's journey is not necessarily what your journey is going to be or how your journey should be with your respective field or your creativity you know everyone has their own path to follow or walk not follow to walk mm -hmm. and we're all different in, in, in every which way you know that's actually true, and I do think that it it's nice to maybe take a break or take a pause from things where you're not in the space of feeling like you can't live up to the same situation. Of right. course, everybody's journey is different, but if you tend to look and see what's going on for other people, you forget what your path is sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so for me, really... TikTok, I can kind of curate what I want to see. Mm -hmm. Whereas Instagram, I post and then I'm not looking. Mm -hmm. I really don't look. <laughs> you know? So, um, and it's not to shade anyone or to shade things that are out there, but I think sometimes too much information is an inspiration killer. Mm -hmm. And you don't have a space to actually have thoughts of your own or have ideas of your own when there's constantly so much stuff that's oversaturated in the space mm. that's curated for you. Because, you know, when you have algorithms that are kind of attached to what you search, then you keep seeing things and keep popping up. And I would rather just have a sense of silence. So I think, wait, 
It's addictive too. Yeah. Since June, I think the last time that I went on um, Instagram was the end of September. Hmm. And I re- like I rarely, if I'm on there, I'm only there for like 10 minutes and then it's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Social media is in- incredibly addictive, you know. And I think that it takes a lot of our focus away from the physical world. Yeah, I'm actually curious to know if there's going to be a reverse in a couple of years or 10 years or so, or when our child is of age and an adult, if people will tend to stem away from social media like it's bad or if they would rather be in tune or it's cooler to be functioning in reality rather than virtually i hope so i'm we'll see. i'm trying to be optimistic about that but mm-hmm. ai is taking over so <laughs> we'll we will never know i noticed a, a thing about the younger generation like instagram is like our generation of myspace yeah <laughs> like for the younger generation instagram is like myspace mm-hmm. and like my little cousins, they don't really post much on Instagram. You might see one or two pictures and a bunch of like story reels or whatever. But on their TikToks, that's that's like the new wave. That's the new wave, right? That was our Facebook, our generation exactly. of what Facebook was. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure the next five to ten years it'll be something different. You know, and then mm-hmm. maybe it'll be more addictive or maybe it won't be. Right. But I don't know. I just, I thirst for like analog stuff, you know, actual books where I could turn pages or I used to have a lot of digital watches. They kept breaking. So I just got a regular like watch, you know, and I kind of value that a little bit more. And it, it feels good not to have my face in so many different types of screens if they don't have to be. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Can we offer challenges to one another? Mm Mm-hmm. I think because I hear you talk about it all the time, and I feel like I'm doing a disservice to not encourage you. But if we can choose, because we're in the beginning of a new month, Mm -hmm. if we can choose that we find something creative to do every weekend, Mm Mm-hmm. For ourselves, whether it's you taking a walk and capturing things that are in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. but something, right, that we've you've at least taken a camera and done something with it. Or when you're talking about, you know, pricing or setting up your business, maybe those are the books that you need to be ordering right. and figuring out how to make it work. Because there's nothing that's not out there. Everything. Like, we have access to Google. Mm-hmm. By now, we should be researching how to get what we need or what we want out of our creative explorations. I agree. I think we should do that. I think everybody should do that. Everybody should create one thing or two things Mm -hmm. a weekend or one thing a day, even if it's small, like a thumbnail. Mm -hmm. Just create something every day just to keep your, your knife sharp. Yeah, and Wami and I never mind being your muse. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah. But that is all I got for this topic. Um, If you have any, like, suggestions or 
tips on your respective fields.